Oh yeah, for better or worse, I love music. Uh, this is legendary stuff uh, right here. And uh, she partnered uh, with uh, uh, Mendoza and uh, gave us a beautiful treat of 16 beautiful songs. And uh, that was in 2008. And that's Lebo Matosa. And it was titled Legends. And thank you so much uh, for the music. And thank you for confirming that uh, we got you for Friday, right? This is Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dudumash. And uh, on Fridays, we just... Uh, take a chill pill and I hope you're swallowing it and right now we are about to get our lungs uh, exercising comedy uh, is what we are about to give you and we call this the disclaimer disclaimer because whatever comes out of his mouth the SABC uh, the SAFM nor me <laughs> have nothing to do with what comes out of his mouth. Uh, he said that uh, he's a DJ, he's a comedian, he's an MC, and the list goes on and on. He joins us. Uh, uh, his name is Baxter Ndabaleme, who is uh, Motswana born and uh, was raised in, in, in Zimbabwe and uh, lives in South Africa. What a concoction. Yes, yes. Typical yes. African story. I like I like people when when they ask me where are you from Ngumni and I'm like I'm Southern African. And he speaks Kosa as well. Yes, yes, wow. yes, yes. I did that because you know when I moved from Zim, most of my brothers when they come here, what they do, they want to blend in, but they do it the wrong way. Mm. They buy DSTV instead of sticking to SAPC because now I stuck to SAPC and I learned all the languages. Takalani Sesame saved my life. Congrats. We're going to invite you again. Takalani you know that, Sesame. right? Eh, 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 <laughs> we invite eh, you eh, coming eh, back. You so know that. Because, uh, you know, you must be careful. You guys have got this habit. I don't know, every three, four, five years, Nyana, there's this thing, this this pastime that you guys have called xenophobia. So to protect myself, I just <laughs> learned all the languages just to make but sure how that did you deal with, just in case. How did you ah. deal with the accent as well? With the accent? Oh, well, I'm a performer by nature. So uh-huh. the thing is, I actually don't know a lot of languages. The trick is, <laughs> ne, the trick is to learn the idiosyncrasies <laughs> of the languages. So close it, we are born Those little things are enough already. If people go too deep, you're like, oh, I'm unja. convinced. Exactly, you know, eh, and then we are immediately into, eh, now we can stick to English. We are done with it, you know. Even let's understand, sometimes, you know, in Susutu, all you can say is in daddy and have a whole conversation with somebody. <laughs> One word conversation That's my survival tactic is just to get the idiosyncrasies and you are sorted. And it has worked because worked. it got you new on radio, television, uh, you MC, you do stand up comedy, yeah, you do yeah, MCing yeah. at events. Uh, which one would you say was your first love? Um, my first love is performing. So whatever mm. aspect of performing it is, I I just love it. I remember, I know I know a lot of people had this when they were growing up, but uh, I was that I was the kid in the family that every mm. time there was a family gathering, it was was Javel, was was Javel. <laughs> I was that kid. <laughs> you know that thing. Eh? Yeah. And then as I grew old, I did well in school, and then I dropped out of varsity, and then to do performing, my parents are like, "What? How? How come?" I'm like, yeah. "But you used to encourage it. Now I'm surprised." <laughs> You just say, now I want to host the performance the whole country and the whole world. So that's how I, I mean, that's, it, as long as I'm performing, yeah. I'm happy. As long as I'm acting out, I'm really happy. It's and where therapy. do you find your material? 
from life, from life, from my life mostly. Eh? I'm, uh, I like I like to make a lot of observations. Like this this issue, this thing of you have a whole conversation. I actually experienced that <laughs> yeah. when I went to Lesotho. I left something in in Johannesburg and I asked for help, and this man. All he responded was Ndate, but I understood <laughs> everything that he said. So from everyday life, yeah. from my growing up, even moving to South Africa, I mean, mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got this story about how I moved here. Because, you know, when you're moving to a new place or a new country, how do you learn about it? You learn from the movies. Ne? <laughs> and now I moved into this country a long time ago. About, and the one movie that we all knew was the best movie from South Africa was Sarafina. Yo. So that's the movie I watched with my brother. We watched in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. When my mom had told us we're going to be moving soon, we must. It was just Sarafina in the morning, Sarafina in the evening. Sarafina, 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 Mama yo, Sarafina, please don't run away from me. Nonstop Sarafina ring, you know. And then, and then when my when my brother came into the room, like my mom told my brother that listen, we're moving to South Africa tomorrow. And then my brother breaks into our room. He just screams out loud, "My brother, get ready, prepare for freedom." <laughs> Freedom is coming tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I. I mean, it's life, man. And these are these are real stories from me preparing myself to come to this country, falling in love, meeting friends, my daddy issues, like most of us have. I've got serious daddy issues, but you know, I'll tell you about that as a as a as a Some show. Some other time. Or, no, it's, oh, it's corner today. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's um. It's really tough because my, like I don't know a lot of a lot of us lost our father. I mean, our fathers left. You know. I was about to say you know, yeah. describe lost. Yeah. So my father, my father left when I was when I was four years old. But his leaving was serious. Like he took his leaving very seriously. Like I need you to just drink a bit of water because okay. it sounds like you're about to be emotional. It's not, Let's look, pay the bills. It's for a now. really it's a really tough story. Askies. So please let me give me some tissue. Askies. Give me some tissue and, and, and water. water. Yes, There's, please. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.9 FM in Port Shepston. And 104 to 107 FM nationwide. Come journey with us as we do live right here on Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda. And uh, this afternoon we do, uh, every Friday, uh, we do uh, comedy. And uh, we call this the disclaimer because it has nothing to do with us. It comes out of his mouth. Always my responsibility. That's it. And and before you even tell the story about your father, and uh, by the way, this is uh, Baxter. I want to know when you got to a place where... Baxter became uh, DJ Baxteasy. Oh, you want to be relevant? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so my parents, in their great wisdom, hey, eh, yeah, managed to get me into UCT. But the mistake they made by sending me to UCT was that they forgot there's a radio station at UCT. UCT and you are a performer. So I got there. I'm thinking to myself, yo, going to be getting myself an architectural degree and then get into this world of performing. Yeah. And then I bump into the radio station. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so I join the radio station. And the thing is, for you to start having a proper show, you need to do graveyard shift. Yeah. So I did. I, I signed up for the graveyard shift the very first week of university. And I forced myself way in, in actually because I was like, this is my thing, this thing. I talk, I talk my way in. And then in architecture, in your first year, the first semester, what you're doing is uh, you have late night studio sessions with projects that you have to hand in every morning. Mm-hmm. So I had to make a decision on whether I wanted to do well in my architecture or do well in my radio. 
and then I dropped out of varsity because I thought it was a right idea to do well in radio because I thought it was a good idea. Needless to say, I was disowned for a few years by my parents' house. <laughs> who decided that there would be no more money sent to me forever and ever and ever. Yeah. But the unfortunate thing is that I was really good at it. Yeah. This DJ thing, I was really, really good at it. I was really, really good at it. I started getting bookings all over the city of Cape Town. I even ran a student night for three uh, for three years at, yes, uh, man. at a club in, uh, in Observatory in Cape Town. And then Bexter is a nickname that I got in high school from a friend of mine called uh, Darlington Joe. And Bexteezy was just a cool way that people started to call me. I was like, oh, this one is nice. And then, <laughs> and then Wabantwana, look, you see, the thing is, when you're a good looking person, yeah. it's a, you see, when you're. I'm when, not laughing because you're not good looking. It's, right? it's okay. No, my, my self esteem is 120, <laughs> so it's okay. You can laugh. I have mirrors at home. So, <laughs> so when you're a good looking person, there's, there's a habit of, of ladies liking you yeah, and, uh, yeah. and I've, I was raised by women so I know how to speak to women and treat women right so so you paid so attention generally paying attention yeah. noticing that oh my goodness me your, 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 your hair is looking nice oh you yeah. changed no little things like that you know <laughs> complimenting and being gentle and very genteel and being very, being, <laughs> being smart enough to make sure that you're not you don't fall, a, fall prey of the me too movement <laughs> to, to know that you must treat women right yeah. so, yes. so I, and then the women started calling me back so I went to Anna so I went busy and here we are now I'm I'm single and good looking so <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter B-E-X-T-A and you've worked with the DJ Becks uh, you've worked with uh, the best uh, in, in the craft yes, of, of yes, DJs yes, I mean yes. from Oskido yeah yeah I'm the, you know and the, here's the thing when I was in this thing I, because I'm 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 generally a very happy and I, I, I focus on looking for happiness mm. and my happiness is in my performance. So I did this music and this DJing thing because it was so much fun. And every time these DJs would come to Cape Town, Bo Oskido, Bo Clio, and even the, like your hip hop musicians would come to Cape Town, they'd always come and get interviews at my radio show because I'm yeah. pretty brilliant. Hey, SAFM bosses, I'm looking for a job. Anyway, <laughs> so they would always come through... <laughs> And uh, I made friends and got relationships going. And uh, stop yeah. banging my counter. Sorry, sorry. You're I'm a, a very DJ, expressive you know. person. I know that, but yeah, I don't have tiki tikis. There's no tiki tikis. Okay, I thought I was going to give you guys like a fully set. Yeah, just you. I want because I know some people are like, ah, begs that DJ. You are lying. You just know how to talk. And the proof is always in the pudding. All right, let's talk about your daddy story before you even get there. Let let me tell you that we have an audience of people who are laughing hey one uh-huh. of them is Zaki Matebula who says wow that man uh, Ntate, <laughs> that's all in, in Sisutu I'm dying that guy is worse <laughs> can you speak Shitonga <laughs> no yes there are only two South African languages that I can't speak Afrikaans and Shitonga but I'm getting there okay every other one I can speak and understand pretty so well. you don't know Huyanand Huyanand no 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 Huyanand, I know what it means Mora, eh, who person? I don't know. I know who like who when you want to speak African, just in every word, then you're okay. So, as you talk about the daddy yeah. issues, and then you mention that uh, amongst your private clients, yeah, <laughs> President Cyril Ramaphosa and President Tabombeg. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm and, cool and that friends. got me going, huh? Yes, yes. Let's yes. go to the headlines. Let's <laughs> go <laughs> standing by.
Thanks, Casalda. In the headlines, 13 more bodies have been retrieved from the Gloria coal mine in Middleburg, Mpumalanga. More than 20 bodies were reportedly trapped underground following a gas explosion that took place two weeks ago. An unknown number of people are still unaccounted for. Police Minister Becky Gale has provided Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Police reasons for his intention not to renew the contract of Independent Police Investigative Directorate Head Robert McBride. And ESCOM Board Chairperson Jabu Mabuza has continued to testify before the Commission of Inquiry into State Capture which has resumed after adjourning for lunch. Earlier Mabuza said ESCOM suffered financial loss and reputational damage due to the guarantee that the power utility offered to Tegeta. Details at 3 o'clock. SAFM 104 to 107 Nationwide. This is Lifetime Live and uh, we do comedy every Fridays. We call it uh, The Disclaimer. And with me in studio is uh, DJ Bextizi Wabantuan and also known (laughs) as Bexter Ndabalime joining us um, to just uh, connect with us and to have our lungs exercising. We want a lungs uh, six pack. Mm, mm. <laughs> hey, it's a tough country we live in. We've got to laugh. Yeah, so, got to laugh, man, eh? daddy issues. Yeah. Oh, and then man. somewhere in your profile, it tells yeah. me that you have private clients. Look, um, uh, I've, 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 I've rubbed shoulders with some of the, some of the who's who's of this country, um, because I, I, I know how to speak myself into really good positions. <laughs> so, actually, okay, let me let me not even lie. To be honest, is because. And I want to thank my parents for taking me to UCT because that's where I met people that are friends who are friends who are related to these people. (laughs) (laughs) Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. All all I'm saying, all I'm saying is now, I know a lot of people worked out and got qualifications at university. Me, I went there and I got connections. Yeah. I got connections. So um, I think uh, a while ago, uh, former President Tabumbeki's mom was having a 92nd birthday party. And then his, uh, his niece... He was dating one of my friends at that time and yeah. I was a hot DJ like I was hot 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 like I'm really good at what I do guys like don't so just... you can't say was because oh, I, I don't DJ anymore all I do is jokes now all I do is jokes <laughs> all I do is jokes I'm just but a there's still a guy. DJ in you oh he's, he's there he comes out any moment Baba exactly for the, for the right that's why you were looking for tiki tiki right here for the, for the right amount <laughs> uh, <laughs> for the right amount so so she says hey look we're looking for a DJ and I'm like yeah and at that time at the time, I uh, I was a huge fan of, uh, of our former president Tabumbeki. Yeah, mm. I, I love his philosophy and his approach to trying to fix this country. Mm. It was a little slow, but I think he was a he, well, he had something <laughs> right there. Uh, not about the Zim thing, but we'll talk about that on quite another day. Quite diplomas. Yeah, that quiet diplomacy. No, come on, guys. We are here. We are, we, we are here in this day. country because I mean we are we are propping up your 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 waiters and barmen industry in this country very well because our country is falling apart. So please, please don't take our jobs. Um, so yeah, he invited me. I played, and then uh, with uh, uh, President uh, Cyril Ramaphosa, yeah. one of a friend of mine that I went to varsity with was uh, one of his uh, secretaries, and they were looking for. So I just sent in my my coat as well to say, look, it's his private birthday party. It's and nothing voila. big. And she called me. We went out to his uh, his big farm out there in places. Oh, yeah, that guy's got nice farms. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Eva is a guy who's doing well. Yo, yo, yo. He's living the South African dream. That so man. where's your daddy? Yeah. Yo, dad. <laughs> dad. Like, and this is a, this is a hectic thing. I like, and it, okay, it's messed me, me up even to this thing. I don't know why you're laughing. I mean, you don't, I, I, I mean, come on, man. You've got to be nicer to me about this. 
But my dad, my dad left when I was four years old, and and he didn't leave like other dads. Where you know some other dads, you can see them in the next township with another family, and you're like, how oh, papa can you do something? <laughs> but uh, my dad, my dad left. He left so much. Even even the track of Kumbleka, I cannot find. Like, that's <laughs> that's how serious he was about leaving that man. So so when I was four years old, my dad passed away. Uh, he passed away, and it's not a, it's not a big. I mean, it's, this is like thirty six years ago. So we've gotten over it. I'm, I think we're okay now as a family. No, we're okay. We're okay. Mm. I mean, death is something part of life. So he left, he died, and um, we've gotten over it. I, I'm quite sure my mom has gotten over it a little bit as well because I've got a younger brother. So you know, oh, so you know that must. <laughs> Right. Moved. There was some semblance of moving on there. Right. I didn't want my mom I was going to do this and she's listening. Hey, ma. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and uh, the thing about losing your father when you're so young and you've got a hardworking mother is that you are watching television mm. and you start confusing real life. And remember back in the days, in days of our lives and whatnot, someone would die mm. and then four years later they would come back. So you were sure. So all the time I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know. And every time my mom would say something like, hi, Baxter. Next week, there's an uncle of yours who used to live next door to us. You might not remember him. He's coming to visit. I'm like, ah. Daddy's coming. <laughs> Could this be the man who donated spam to meet me? Is he the father coming back to finally love me? Find out next week on an episode of Backstar's Life. But yeah, I went through that. Even to this day, man, the older you get, you think you get over it. So, And I, a lot of people have said, I said I look like Ringo. So if anybody has his number, you do actually. You see what I mean? So you I'm suspicious do. as well. Yes. And the year that we moved to South Africa was the year he All covered you need his is gap. A gap. He covered his gap. <laughs> that year, that year, I'm like, ah, this guy is trying too hard. This guy. <laughs> All you need is a gap cover, so, yeah, and you sorted. If you guys know, just tell me that somebody <laughs> said, no, I'm Lotata, no, I'm. Tell us about the hosting of uh, the the comedy nights uh, in Maboning, guys. So the thing is, <laughs> like one. No, one, there was one yesterday. Today. Yes, every for the uh, in on the seventeenth of January in twenty seventeen, I started hosting this thing called uh, Shakers uh, Comedy Nights at a uh, Shakers Bar in Maboneng. Mm-hmm. So I host it, and we invite guys to come through, and they do their performance. And we started out just a few comedians, and it's, it's grown now to the point where we've had to add a second night. Mm-hmm. We've got two nights of comedy Wednesday and Thursday at Shakers, uh, and we've moved to a fancier bar now. It's called Shakers Extreme. Because it's extremely posh, extremely fancy, and we are also extremely funny. So every Wednesday and every Thursday, what we do is uh, we invite uh, comedians to come and perform. But yeah. one thing that I'm very, very passionate about is because it was tough for me to get onto the to get onto the comedy stage because mm-hmm. it's hard to find spaces where you perform. Because unlike being an engineer or an accountant, you can't go to school to be a comedian. You've got to be a comedian. Either you have it or you don't. You, you can only find out on stage. Yeah. You see? So as a new comedian, it's hard to find space. So one of, my, one of the things that I'm very, very passionate about is allowing new comics to get the chance to actually perform. And every Wednesday, I make sure that there's at least one or two new comedians that are on the stage honing their skills. And then we tell them whether they should go back to school yeah. or whether we come back next there's week. There's going you know. to be a podcast of this conversation so oh, you yeah? can share with your friends. Oh, and you must. Tell them, would you the one that was banging the desk? No? Oh, okay. Are they going to be asking? No, no, I'm the, I'm the banger. Thank you. Thank I, you I'm so much banger. for joining us. Once again, it's at Baxter you, underscore N. Baxter underscore N. That's on Facebook. Uh, that's on Instagram and Twitter. And follow us at Shakers 
Extreme Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, every Wednesday and Thursday. Last week you missed out on Kanye Sabun and I mean yesterday, Kanye Sabun and uh, Dylan mm. Oliphant. Extremely oh, hilarious. So next week yeah. we've got uh, we've got the Goliath brothers, uh, Jason Goliath and uh, Nicholas Goliath. Coming they making through. waves currently. Oh, they do. They're actually and by my the way, those names have been here. So oh yeah, that's how good we you are. See, that, that, oh, you, you know what? I approve now. Welcome to February. I approve. I approve now. Thank Initially you. I was suspicious. You guys were bringing me to some. Nah. So thank you no, so I, much I for joining good. us. Thank you, Bex. Thank you very much for having and me. And we guys. say goodbye to you with uh, Bongo Muffin, Tati Scoop. It's a Friday yeah. edition. Mm-hmm.